0: Hey guys, welcome back to Chai Love. We're on episode twenty-two with myself, Faltima, and your girl Muna, and it's me, Labia,
1: and last but not least, Naman.
0: Hey guys, I'm free. <laughs> just, just to give you guys an update, I I passed my.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm
0: back on the streets with my gals before they get locked <laughs> Before honestly my, my mom was probably loving the fact that I've been like trapped in the house for a week or two like, doing my diploma work and now I'm like streets and she's like texting Bojo like it's time Lockdown. <laughs> but we'll see um, what else is new with us the man is going back to America
2: soon so
1: 100% yeah
2: so, if anybody wants to audition for her placement, wow, let us know. that's disrespectful.
3: We're that's like rude. that at child
0: Lab. Um Lavia had a COVID scare. She thought she gave us all COVID. She had to go sit in the naughty corner for a little bit. And Mona had to use the busy tube for the first time in a long time and has had multiple palpitations <laughs> episodes.
2: Why don't you out me there? Okay, thank you. <laughs> you out well, me last time. <laughs>
0: um but i think i guess the most humorous update is that um labia the um honorary east wow. londoner here <laughs> wow. has lost some lost what, what, how i don't even know how to word this because it's not it's not a sentence
3: i use often the water supply this island literally i just <laughs> want to sail away <laughs> Just <laughs> what <horizon. is> happening? <laughs> they just cut
0: off the water Na-man, guys, in east London, and they were like adios amigo literally, Na-man, and- Go,
3: let's get off this island right where we can find running water <laughs> and consistency and commitment
2: <laughs> oh Ooh, wow ow. wow she went ow. that way she that went that point. way love you so, you live in the posh side of east London as well it's
3: just funny because Fatima found out she's not actually
0: east so she can't even be east. Hey! I was like that's it it's official I'm central London <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually it was actually uh, it was the affirmation I needed. But,
2: but come on, did it humble you for a bit? Yeah, no, I, I just not having out, water but like, I wasn't it, made was it... to
3: live like this. <laughs> Was it for 24 hours? No, to be fair, like we that? didn't have it. How long, long did you not so have people, water? People didn't have it from like, from 4 p.m. onwards. But I came home, like, li- okay, literally I went to the supermarket. I like, um saw people buying water bottles and I was just staring at them. Like, what is this? A new, like, COVID trend? What's happening? Not sure. Like, okay, you buy your water bottles. <laughs> Single-use plastic. No, thank you. <laughs> and I go, I go home. Free the turtles. Literally, I go home, start washing the dishes, like, whatever. And then, like literally, it slows down and then drop and then that's it. Oh my god! god. And then I was freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> like hyperventilating. It's mad though. It's actually mad. Or I it's how I'm joking about I'm it, but... to Wash my hands, huh? yeah.
1: especially okay. in a pandemic. Like exactly. that's actually terrifying
0: Yeah, we get so used to the fact that we just have water, like just on tap. <laughs> that's not like on tap. Well, not, is pr- not for you, East it's, it's It's
2: a it's a privilege that we think we entitled to. To open a tap and have fresh, pouring clean water.
3: Yeah. It, didn't, it actually, yeah, it's true. It's something that you would never think about. And you're like, oh, wow. And then it there's
2: other you. people who are struggling to have water, let alone a clean water. Yeah.
0: And even, like, if we don't even have to go to, like, the extreme of, like, people who don't have water at all. But, like, how many of us will, like put the water on and just let it run for ages while we're brushing our teeth or going to grab something while we're washing dishes and there's other people like counting their pennies to pay the water bill and stuff so it's definitely humbling (laughs) even just even just
1: knowing where there's so many things that we genuinely just don't know where it comes from because we're so like we're so used to just having it
0: we are very privileged in many ways and i guess the the whole conversation when we were just rinsing labia about her lack of water made us think about sort of where we come from and you know even our background because a lot of all four of us come from like immigrant parents um labia are you first or second gen
3: no i was born in
0: Islamabad. okay so we're all first gen um the man was i'm second
1: generation
0: yeah oh you're second Mm. gen what it was your mom born there
1: oh wait no i'm first generation (laughs) never mind You're first gen bruh wait i'm confused
3: no Labia... (laughs) labia is first generation the man was actually born in the states though so so as in
2: technically technically you can't we can't be yeah first but you're gen not we're because... first
0: gen because we came here as immigrants even the yep. man because like she's fresh i think no, but as in your kids would be second gen
1: no no but like are you first gen you're second
0: no, i'm just gen. here so we're <laughs> No, no, no! But no, (laughs) technically,
3: I'm second generation in America. You are second. I'm,
1: I'm thinking about the context of America. Like I'm here. I'm. My life here is made up. Like back home, I'm second generation (laughs) because my parents were the first generation to immigrate, and then I was second generation.
0: But then, so what makes us first gen? Because we immigrated with our parents, Mm -hmm. and then if I ever have kids, they'd be second Mm -hmm. gen. And then if they have kids, they'd be yeah. Because you came here with your family, right? Yes, when I was two Mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. And then I became a British citizen when I was 13 in 2008. It took you that long? My, yeah. 2 to 13. Dude. Whoa. Dude. They actually, like, it's not easy.
3: When did you become Canadian? <laughs> yeah, so. When I so, got so Baptized no, so... in maple syrup. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> baptized in maple syrup. Don't you know that's how it works? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 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 baptized
2: <laughs> in maple syrup. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, Mona, are you British? <laughs> yes, I am. Are you sure? Yes. When did you, you me, When did you, you become want, British? Do you, do you want me to show you my passport? No, but actually, when did you become British? Two
0: thousand and five. What? <laughs> did it only take you five years? <laughs>
3: yes. Dude, there's a running <laughs> some next little not? security check
2: on you. <laughs> 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 I don't it, it took ten years. Technically, back Dude, back, back in there, the day, I swear it used to be ten years. No, back in the day, it used to be five years. Yo, they really didn't want to give me that passport.
0: <laughs> they well, really didn't. What? I'm still here. I got local uni fees. I got the NHS. I pay my taxes. What you going to do?
2: you can't kick me out. You're actually <laughs>
3: going to take my trip. <laughs> anyway, so, but it's actually crazy when you think about it, like us yeah. now think about the time that they moved no internet right no like no ability to call easily no face no nothing like that like i i i actually remember those like um dial cards mm-hmm. that we would go to buy oh God, to be yes. able to d- dial back home and they would run out for like an hour or something you have to scratch yep. the back and get those cards or even like pay for a special service that you can call back home And I remember like, oh my God, like Sunday, Sunday Skype calls trying to even set that up would be a nightmare, like trying to even get the video working. And obviously their internet's like running at prehistoric speeds. Um, This is what's worse is the internet that's like... Exactly. And it's like like they moved at that time when that's the lack of communication that they had with like their entire family into the actual unknown. For us, we we wouldn't, we can't even relate. We can never relate because it's not like you can move anywhere in the world right now and you can still have internet, and you can still like call mm. and have their face in your like right there mm-hmm. i think for us literally the equivalent would be one of us moving to mars like actually that would be <laughs> <the> equivalent <laughs> mm-hmm. it was that's the level of no honestly yeah. lack i think it's so scary it's yeah. so scary i
0: asked my dad quite recently i was like what like how do you feel how did you feel just like up and leaving your whole life and like they they went with like kids because exactly. it it's so much less risk when you're like oh it's just me let me see what's out there if it's crap like I'll come back they went like fully with the family and they just didn't know what to expect and I was like so like what were you how did you feel and he was just like I didn't think about it I just needed to do <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> like what do you mean yeah. and yeah, that's the difference best- right it's like that the, the dro- how everything they did was driven by like a need to leave for some mm-hmm. reason or other whereas us we're like well you guys probably like oh my god let me go check out london what's that <laughs> like and we still and like
2: in ten- i feel like that's the thing that we we really underestimate and maybe sometimes not appreciate what our family did because to up and leave to a country where most of the immigrant parents do not speak the language have never been there before and some of them most likely have never flew yeah, ever yeah. in their entire life to up and leave with kids and start from minus zero. We're talking about minus yeah. zero. We're not even talking about the first level because you're not in this, no. you, you won't be in the same level as the people mm. who live there because they already mm-hmm. speak the language. They already have experience. They already have education. And you come in with nothing to offer, but only the fact that you just want to go and live somewhere safe where your kids can grow. To me, every time, Allah, I, I, I I sit. I sit with myself to think about the courage that my parents have had to do that. It, it's it's it, it sometimes it really yeah. it picks yeah it it makes me speechless yeah. sometimes because we, we can never we can
3: never, and think about like got, like if you try to think about the actual culture shift that they experience I don't think it's possible for us to ever experience that mm-hmm. like th- like literally never. my da- like my mom and my dad like they came not even forget a big city in Pakistan first of all it's Pakistan forget a big city literally my from a village like <laughs> when you say back like, this to the is village, what I find actual wild. village from the village, school at a slightly bigger place, university at a slightly, like, then, like, Islamabad and Lahore for school, job in Islamabad, you know, it's the capital. People in those, like, in that village, they don't leave. They don't, they've never seen the capital, forget anything else. Mm. Then from there to, like, Move literally halfway across the world to Canada. Like, nobody, <laughs> why? I sometimes oh, literally ask Canada. my dad that. I'm like, why did you, why, why Canada?
0: And he's like, well, yeah, yeah I find Canada's really far. <laughs> he's like, I feel like the UK makes more sense because it's not yeah, that
1: far. America and Canada are really far when you think about it. Like, like really it's, whoa, far. Like, literally far. Yeah. half
3: the world away. I'm like, why Canada? Why Canada? I actually don't know why not the UK, but he was like, oh, it was either Canada or Australia. I'm like, oh, I would have had, I would have been actually Your dad wanted to peace out. out. <laughs> He was like furthest like, from for like oh, furthest from us. And the thing, and it's actually like, and we can never experience that culture shift ever. No. It would be like us going to
0: some remote island because we also have the advantage of speaking English Mm -hmm. so even Mm. if I was like I'm gonna up and move to Zimbabwe I can still get by because there are gonna be enough people that Mm -hmm. speak English and and I can get through it and I'm gonna have the cushion of the fact that you know I've already got a stable job you know savings family people to fall back on if I hate it I'll just up and go somewhere else I I just don't even
2: I can't I can't can't fathom fathom it I swear to god I really can't because I feel like the only time I would be in the same position, maybe not same, but like similar position if if World War Three breaks out. <laughs> and to be honest, if World War Three breaks out and we have literally no place that is safe and you're gonna have to kind of find your mm-hmm. own safety in a different country. That's the only way. And even with that, again, we speak a common language mm-hmm. which is English. Why did your parents uh, move or why did your parents immigrate because they wanted us to have a bell and it was literally I want my kids to grow up somewhere where it gives them opportunity to to further their study and develop themselves literally that was the first priority for my parents priority where did they in, leave
0: from Somalia or um, Yemen
2: Somalia I was like you guys must have like went through hell first of all to like immigrate like moving from country to country to come here so yeah so they would have done the whole like literally traveling from somalia
0: yeah
1: did yours come from somalia as well yeah my my parents were a little bit different because i wasn't like i'm the oldest and i wasn't born yet like my parents got married in the states um and so it wasn't like they had like family members like both of them immigrated separately to the united states
0: Wait, your mom left on her own? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She left left when she was like 20. That's almost scary. She left when she was like 20. Well, she had like her uh, brothers that lived here already, but she came for uni. And then my dad, (laughs) I want my dad to write a book because his journey from Somalia to America is just like absolutely why wow. it's like it's like lobby in that like my dad i was talking to him when i was back home in wisconsin <laughs> why do i why do i have to mention it <laughs> 90 you have back home. Hey, so everybody
0: sorry.
2: take a shot at we
1: giant. know I'm you're sorry. from wisconsin okay to my homeland um she's curds my, my dad was like um my dad was talking to my younger brother because he was like he wanted some stupid like ps5 ps4 game or whatever and my dad was just like staring at my brother and was like i legitimately didn't have clothes growing up like I like I had one pair of pants and that was it and like he's he's like I can't even fathom that I live in a world now or like my son has like all these clothes all these games and everything he's like sometimes like I see it in my dad's eyes or he kind of zones out he's like yeah. where am I because my dad literally like had not to be like that oh child of immigrants my dad had nothing and like slept in like a floor of a hut but like genuinely like that was like that was like my dad's like upbringing and then to come yeah. all the way to america and like not have any sort of like he alhamdulillah like they both spoke english and stuff but like there were times where my dad was like on the brink of like no money no food like he like talks about mm-hmm. how he would like couldn't even afford like the sugar packets and the cafeteria to like make tea so he would literally sit there with like 50 cent like sugarless tea and that's for a somali person to not have sugar in your tea is like an abomination but, but when I think about it, I'm like, I'm actually such a pansy. Like I came here we and I all was like, are. We all I came are. here and I was like, oh my God, it's taking me so long to adjust to Celsius. Like it's literally the dumbest little things. <laughs> where I'm like, it takes me so long to like adjust to a place. I literally speak the language. There's people that look like me and I'm still having this like existential crisis. Where I'm like, do I belong? Do I not? Ooh. And my mom's like, mm. get over <laughs> you. Like Literally shut up. Yeah. But how about you and Lab- Labia?
0: I'm not going to lie. We didn't come from like a really hard background. My family kind of grew up in London as well at some point, And then they went back. And then my dad's a doctor. So he was just like, there's only so far that you can go in a country that is led by a dictator because you, you unfortunately in the countries that we're from, because they're so corrupt, you can never like succeed. And like, yeah. there's Can't always a ceiling to your success and like, your future mm. because there's someone that's literally dictating how far you can go and I guess they just didn't didn't want that for us and so he came over here to finish his training yeah as a doctor and um yeah exactly the same as you Mona it was like I guess they didn't want us to feel as stunted by the environment that they mm. were stuck in because it was just it's just a mess it's, and this is the sad part is all of it boils back down to the fact that our countries were just so corrupt or it it all goes back to the corruption. Yeah. Like, they were either so corrupt that, like, Libya has a shit ton of money. So much oil. Every, no one there should be struggling. Everyone should be succeeding. Everyone goes to uni there. It's not, like, it's not a poor country. And yet, people are limited. Yeah. Why? Corruption. Places like Somalia that have been completely destroyed... By things like war, places like Pakistan where corruption is everywhere. That's what everyone was asking. Yeah, I know,
3: hundred percent. Like my, when I look back, I'm like, my parents really did not need to leave. Like my dad had a really good job. And actually, if I when we go back to Pakistan and he like meets all his friends in Islamabad and stuff, they're like chilling and like you know. Yeah. And but the point of coming was was that was the fact that it's like he didn't see. Yeah. A future. It's like that future is dark. It's
2: it's unknown. It's it's just unknown because it's so funny. Because we kind of we forget that our parents kind of look out for their children's Mm. future instead of theirs because they're thinking, how will my child's future look like? And if they don't like it or they see barriers, they feel like, okay, then this is not the country or this is not the way. And that's that's mostly that's the reason why they move from from their home country to a different one. Or because of a conflict, for sometimes, or their yeah. own safety. It really—I don't know. I—I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I never appreciated my parents moving us because I used to always think like, "Oh, you took me away from my friend from my school." Like little naggy little child, I'm thinking, "How can I learn a different language all over again?" I don't know. Only when I started to grow up, started to appreciate my parents, and realize, if anything, they're the one who's continuously struggling. I came to this country younger started to learn the language faster than them only now I started to realize when I sit down and think wow, you know when you realize like, it is when they when they're still talking about going back
0: and I'm like rah like rah yeah. thought about that <laughs> romanticizing like, just, like that's it like I think we are at that point where oh well like thanks to them to be honest is we're so comfortable in where we are not even though we don't live in the country that we technically belong in that we don't even think about going back there. And yet they've got such strong attachments and such strong relationships and such fond memories there that even like 20, 30 years later, they still
3: want to go back. And that is always the end goal. Set the kids up. And then return. Make sure they're doing well and then go back home. And think about that. Like we can be nostalgic of we're nostalgic of their memories, actually. It's not even, like, we've really experienced what... Like, when I think, all oh, oh, Pakistan, like, I go, what, once every five years? I'm mostly just nostalgic of, like, the stories and stuff that they tell. Mm-hmm. And it's true, they're the ones who to like Hmm. continuously struggling because of the fact that they those are their memories and the fact that they're not with their family like I'm I I was always like oh it would be nice like if I I grew up with like my grandparents or like you know with all our cousins around like I literally literally it was just I only knew that would be a me my parents my two sisters that's it right for my entire life And obviously every five years we go visit our cousins or stuff but I always felt like I'll like, oh, be so nice for like the whole family and they they grew up in that and then they had to leave mm-hmm. and that's just like not not knowing when you'll see her. and back then it's it was like like not when they left yeah. they're like we don't know when we're going to afford a plane ticket back. It wasn't, like, a simple, like, I'm going to go and then come yeah. back. Yeah. No. It's just,
0: it wasn't easy. And also because, obviously, if you leave, it affects, like, how long it takes for you to be able to settle in yeah. that country and have, like, residency and whatnot. So even if even if they can afford it, they're, like, literally yeah. stuck mm-hmm. so, because that they just ruin it.
1: And it's just... And just, like, the sacrifices, too, like, when you choose to, especially, like, the North American move is so, like far even even the uk like 7 hours or 14 hours on a flight is so far that you you end up sacrificing so many parts of your family of, li- of yeah. your life and everything like even like speaking to my parents like they're parents passing away or like their siblings passing away and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like not being able to like even be there be there is so like i don't know like sometimes when i think about it yeah that was actually
0: the worst seeing them go through stuff when they can't go back and like
1: deal with it with everyone yeah Yeah. and just not having that support group too because like you're in some random town in wisconsin and you're like by yourself and like for my parents like they had each other and that was it and then not being able to like drive over to see your like parents if they're sick and stuff like that like it really like I don't know there's when you really deep how much our parents have really internalized over time like it makes so much of like the little petty things that we used to like yeah get like or I I don't know if I ever embarrassed of my parents like I know people are like oh like I didn't want my mom to have an accent in front of my classmates and stuff like that but like I don't know like certain things where I'm like oh you don't understand my life angsty no, no, teenager slam door exactly but it's like, like we truly we were, could never
3: understand anything exactly. that they were going we're through we're like oh my god they don't understand us like literally <laughs> the culture shift that they went through we would never like we're we're talking about them not understanding the like the small nuances of like
1: identity and
3: <laughs> people matter
0: my dad is literally like you're so come- privileged that you care about where you fit in in the world yeah. he's like it's a good thing you're alive <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> I can't even imagine, I can't imagine
1: living back home. I don't know about but you But just guys. imagine all of us, all of us, never immigrating anywhere. Like, I, me and Mona would be chilling in Somalia. <laughs> Labia would be in Pakistan, Fatima would be in Libya. Like, like, truly, how different your life would be if your parents, like, if your parents didn't make that move, like,
3: it's actually crazy. Oh, no. I'm no, no, no. like, would we be the same people? Would I like
2: the same no, things? No, of course. Would no, Labia, you would way? not be no. Like- no of course not you would have experienced things that probably right now if we were because we're now privileged we would have it would have been very harsh um i remember after everything went together because i was the same as you La, Actually I actually we used
0: to go every summer for two months and like we mentioned before it was like it's so romanticized yeah. um and then we didn't go for ages because like everything that was going on over there i went back after like years and years and I literally couldn't cope I was like why does the electricity keep going off? yeah how do you guys live and I remember one day I was at my aunt's house and then the electricity went and like I have really like, I have juicy blood okay the mosquitoes <laughs> love me <laughs> so I die whenever there's not an AC so then I was like I need to leave like I can't live like this and then my my Mom literally took me with my aunt to my other aunt's house. As soon as I got there in a different area, the electricity went And I was like,
1: what is this life? (laughs) So then I called my grandma and I
0: was like, pick me up. My grandma took me to her house. Then the electricity went out i was like if somebody wanted to, leave, to teach you a lesson <laughs> i was like how do you guys live the ice cream shop because they had a generator <laughs> until the, in, the and i was like i actually can't comprehend that you guys they were all just living their life like yeah. getting on with it and i'm like it's boiling it's sticky there's flies everywhere now because it's too hot there's mosquitoes you can't
2: see anything. There's no internet. There's no TV. It's because we're u- It's because we're used to this comfortable, privileged yeah. life. And I,
0: I honestly, honestly, up until that point was like, I could totally do it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. And to be fair, Libya was fine before that. It was just because everything went down that these things like electricity and whatnot go out. And yet... So they even they had a massive shift yeah. where they had to just get used so to this true. change. And yet they, they went through a literal war and literally ripping down of a dictator and like so many traumatic things living in a dictatorship. And then I just waltzed over in my two week holiday to attend my cousin's wedding and was yeah. like, I can't stand it. This <laughs> mosquitoes. Hang. I can't. <laughs> Like and I was, I Ken. felt so ashamed of myself. Honestly, low key, I haven't been back since.
1: The 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 craziest moment that I realized that I was not made, my body was built differently. Literally, was when I moved when I went back to Kenya and I was like, the doctors were like, "Don't drink the water, like your like your body's not used to it." And I was like, "I am so Molly, sir." <laughs> Don't you dare tell me what to do! And with my chest, <laughs> I drink water straight Dude, from the tap. You have a,
3: you have a death wish. Man. I, you guys, what is wrong from the you? tap?
1: I was like, well, my DNA is different. You don't, like, blah blah blah. I was out for a week and a half. Couldn't yeah. go anywhere. Literally, he was like sweat. Like I was like <laughs> on the brink of death. And then I was I was looking in the mirror and I was like, Dumb. I hate how weak we it's are. Actually a pansy, a I'm literally leaf. a
0: weekly I literally and we get treated like it too you, when you go. Oh, we home, are get treated like wow, We have to time. have
3: like I'm the like, Nestle, the Nestle bottled water. I just feel I totally like can such be. a lightweight.
0: Like <laughs> my granddad is so sweet, he'll like go to the shop and buy us like the British chocolate yeah. because we like he's like, Oh, they don't like this this Libyan stuff. I'm like, Oh, brats
1: would you ever move back i've never been to somalia so i there I, I can't like if or you i know go, that yeah if no, i go they'll just be like who the hell who are, are you you, you can I barely mean, speak the language mean, to be fair weeds uh, and our home i think
0: i envy the fact that some people like i find it so hard to even comprehend okay. because i've always grown up not in my own yeah. country not surrounded by the people that are like me as in, in the sense that, like everyone around you is from Trinidad. Really really look... really I find that really weird. Isn't that really weird? That sounds like a who's game. Mm, what do you mean? Everyone's I think from there.
2: That's why sometimes, whenever I speak to someone who's like, "I'm going back home," I envy them so much. I'm not gonna lie; it's, it's a privilege living here and having all these opportunities and whatnot. But then you feel like sometimes I wish. Okay, but I so could this go this is back yeah to my home and experience it like a normal person how they would experience for example if a person comes from from australia or new zealand like the way that you guys experience experiencing your country i want that but then even but i feel like the ship has sailed for us like if even if i up and left now then i'm always
0: going to be like
1: the outside that girl that moved or like
0: i it's not the same It's it's almost uh, the same as Naman moving here because (laughs) she has a whole history Mm. that is not in this country and with these people.
1: When my dad moved, he was like 20-something and he didn't go back to Somalia for like 25 years. Wow. He didn't go back for a really long time. Like literally two years ago was like the first time that he went back. And even then, like so much time has passed. Both of his parents, Allah died. Like he lost a lot of siblings. Like he couldn't go to like... Their funerals, like so, like literally the country broke out in war and was destroyed. So, any semblance of home that he had was completely destroyed. So, even yeah. when he went back, he was like explaining how weird of a feeling it was. Cause he's like, I didn't even mm-hmm. recognize Somalia. Like, I couldn't yeah. even fathom, like, this is the place so that sad. I used to. Yeah. Cause, like, the village I'm pretty sure that my dad and my mom are from is like gone. Like, there's no semblance of it anymore. But it's like, it's crazy to think. Cause, like, again, going back to how much of a pansy I am I'm like oh I'm living in two worlds at once I'm Hannah Montana I have my London life and my American (laughs) life but like I've literally only been here for like eight months and I literally can't hang like my emotions are like off kilter all the time but my dad literally was living a parallel universe like and was in America that entire time and like all of that time all of his family all of his friends everything changed so much and it's and like, like his whole life his whole is yeah like and 25 him. is basically what two years like of minus my entire life that he had to like shift and so yeah. it's like if, if i can't even like, if my dad can't even yeah. like connect with somalia in the same way like what semblance of connection will i
3: have do you think you have a responsibility to that country of origin or do you think that in this global world we live in you just have to do the best in the in the world in the in the place that you are mm-hmm. and just make the most of that or do you act like i know like this is a bit of like patriotism as well and a bit of like yeah you know i get that but do you but the reasons for our, why our parents left right they left because they didn't see a future there and they left to give you us a future and it's not like they, they do not I don't think they really, they, they didn't leave, they didn't expect us to come back. But do you think because we're a product of that country, in a sense, we have some responsibility to it? Or do you think no?
0: I feel like in some ways, I get angry that when you actually look at the immigrant population that normally resides within the Western world, they a lot of them are doing really, really well. Yeah if you know whether that's in labor work whether that's in professional work whether that's in creativity they are everywhere and in some ways it's the countries that destroyed us that we're now giving back to and that does that does upset me sometimes I'm like and obviously that's that's not really the best way to think about it because for example in my way of work I'm literally working with people like everyone needs healthcare, everyone deserves to be treated but equally why should I not take my skills and go back to my home country and then do it for people then because here they already have resources and they already have the people that can do that so cool i benefited mm-hmm. from that let's take it back but and i had a really long discussion and debate about this with one of my um cousins who believes everyone should go back mm. i was like okay cool i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go back i'm a hospital pharmacist there's not even functioning hospitals if you get sick there you literally i'm telling you it's such a weird world because people aren't people aren't poor there mm. if they're sick they Buy a plane ticket and they go to Jordan, they go to Tunis, they go to Egypt, they go to Qatar, they go anywhere.
3: Really? Wow.
0: To get treatment, even though at least 50% of the men in Libya are doctors and so many of the women are doctors too. But if the actual country is so corrupt that we don't have the basic necessities like hospitals, then how are these professionals going to go then who?
3: But then who makes it? Either you're like, okay, like, you know, you leave it to its state or it's like that same... I mean, it's really difficult because I don't, I would never do that. Like, it's like right now sitting here, I'm like, why would I ever do that? Right. But think the sacrifice our parents made to leave. Do you think there has to be this sort of reverse sacrifice to like Mm. take those skills and go back and then not just write that country off of being like, oh yeah, it's corrupt or it's, but something has to fix it.
2: Yes, I definitely do. I feel like we, we all, some of us, some of us have that urge of like, you know what? I'm going to take the skills that I've learned and gained from the country, like Fatma said, the country who destroyed my country, and go but help. But we're also it. a product of this country. I feel like we do. We are a product of this country, but I feel like I've already given too much of me.
3: Yeah, I guess it's like where we're most. needed. Yeah. I think
2: it's also like because I had a
1: conversation. Yeah. like I went to some lecture um about the Somali youth and rebuilding Somalia and whatnot, and this con this topic came up where it was like the duty of like diaspora youth versus like the youth that are already in the country because I think sometimes we do romanticize like our like like in a way ability kind, to help yeah, in a way it is kind of like a white savior complex where we're like yeah I'm to save Somalis yeah. but then it's like it there's there's a uh, girl that was like Um, that came to the lecture from from Somalia and she was talking about how like a lot of times like diaspora quote unquote youth come back and they take jobs away from Somali kids that have been going to school Mm -hmm. there that have been trying to like fix it or they come in and try to like say oh this is how we're going to fix this country without having any sort of like for me for example of course I would love to like help Somalia but like I've never lived there I've never been there I've never experienced what it's like to be a Somali in Somalia so what besides, like, money or anything, do I actually have? Of, and they hate that. They yeah, like, what, yeah. what, what, what What? What? do I actually have? Like, that would equally, it would be the same thing as me going Colonizing. to Pakistan. Going yeah, to Pakistan yeah. and being like, hey, listen, um, I'm yeah, diaspora, what up? And then try to help Pakistan. They're going to be like, uh, bro, who are you? Yeah, yeah, What do you I have think to I think it's, help?
3: like, a, it's an yeah. interesting. That's a really good point. Also, the fact that these countries are actively losing actively losing youth as well like people are both Mm. they they're still leaving they're they're still leaving and they want to do everything to leave and to the fact that like all the intelligent people not intelligent people all the professionals and all the people that are you know like they want to do something they want to strive the people people who want when you are back home when you aim hard exactly
0: it's always seen as leaving exactly if you giving if you
3: want to be the top of your field or like you know be like be at that level you leave and it, it's like these these countries are actively like bleeding those people that's mm. what i mean like to the point where if nobody comes back mm. then all that's left is like all that's left is like either the elderly or yeah maybe the youth but the the like like just yeah things that are subpar and it's like how do you then make it to the point where professionals mm. want to be there like they like for example hospital pharmacy why isn't there hospital pharmacy in libya like to the point where those jobs return and, but I completely understand. Yeah, I completely get that as well. Like yeah. it can't would, be, We can't colonize rivers. <laughs> colonize
2: that, uh, that one definitely I don't agree. I don't feel like we as European kids who grew up in Europe and, and have studied in Europe should have the privilege to go there and yeah. say, you know what? I, I know better than you. Let me take over. No, it can't be like that. It has to be. I'm going to start from scratch because I am a foreigner in my own country. However, I'm here to help. You can't colonize, for sure, no. But I also feel like no we hope. all think the same way that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no hope. There won't be. Like there have to be someone who can say, you know what? Yes, I haven't been there for a while. Yes, it won't be the same or the like how my parents have had it before. However, I need to start from somewhere. Yeah. It can't be the way it is now it all, it always takes one person and then the other person i mean kind it, of in the end in it's, a, and then it's a sacrifice and then our life one.
3: is a hundred percent easier as we are right now and mm. the same it's it's gonna be a sacrifice and i think of like imran Khan, mm. like he, he people have issues with him as well but i think literally it's like he's it's just actually like next level like he went out right went to either oxford or cambridge one of those right went to school there came back and and then built one of built like a cancer research hospital in like the first and only still cancer research hospital. And he had to actually like, you know, like scrape for money to for funding to be able to build that and like, actually try to, you know, actively try to make, the country better. But this is There's what the sacrifice need. We need more of Because yeah. literally it, his it, life mm. could have been better here. Like he was very yeah, But too.
0: unfortunately it all depends on politics mm. and all depends on we've easier politicians yeah. as the basic foundation to allow all the other professions to, come to back. then build up mm-hmm. on that. But if you've got a really rusty foundation, which by the way, these countries are still messing around. Hundred percent you think Libya's become stable again? No. No one's letting it. No one's letting it. Yeah. And so all these, like, you can keep adding the Lego blocks, but it's just going to crumble in the end. And that's what's unfortunate.
3: But then it's also the other way, the the other way around. Strong, way. And I think about sure. this a lot. Definitely. Like, mm. instead of, like, being that savior complex of going back and also being like, oh, no, but I belong there. Like, we don't need to have that dual identity of that or that even, mm. like, that kind of like, it's kind of like double crossing either this country or that country or whatever it doesn't need to be like that we need to do the and the thing is I think this is how I think I'm I'm not like oh no we need to go back to Pakistan like Mm. we are living in such a like it's literally like a global environment that you just need to do the best that you can in your field, right? And then enter government in your in whatever country you're in. Enter government, make those countries not be evil. Like it's not it's the people that make that country, right? It's not like we have to like hold something against the British Empire because they like stole everything and like no you you I'm be- holding a slight you question. become the British Empire. <laughs> be- wow. Oh, okay, literally. uh is going down enter- an enter- air hole. <laughs> Enter, so it's, it's so so literally enter into government go for that like <laughs> position, enter into policy yeah. making and politics and like whether you're in the states whether you're mm-hmm. and slowly you'll see that tr- tr- like change trickle upwards mm-hmm. as well and then then like if people like us are in those decision making roles in those countries then you won't have problems like so do you think we need to just do well in whatever we are I, doing and then hopefully people
0: in politics and whatnot are doing that also and eventually we'll all come together
3: in a big beautiful harmony piece. <laughs> Peace. yo the world's <laughs> ending at a year bro i don't know what you guys are talking about
2: <laughs> unless this happens before COVID i just i just off. have
3: like you know let's
2: do it but I also we'll do you, dancing dancing you feel sometimes like
3: <laughs> guilt because you
0: you you have this like we have such i don't want to say it's like patriotism but we do we have this longing we have this like yeah. love and this attachment to this country that we have barely or never have lived in, and sometimes I feel a bit of guilt that I don't have that for the UK because mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm ta- not taking advantage of it, but I feel like it's you're that double crossing that yeah, I like. You double go out with just because she's like fun, exactly. but I don't actually care about yeah, yeah, her, you yeah, know. Yeah. And she's doing all these things for me, and I'm becoming a better person because of her, but I just don't like her. Yeah. I just don't. Oh, the US is
1: definitely a toxic, like, <laughs> abusive, <laughs> like. <laughs> awful human being like I have it's no, like that i have
3: no it's like that US. it's like, because,
1: <laughs> like it calls you fat and then you're like um, see you next time i don't but i don't have i don't have, i don't have that <laughs> towards the us at all and Do you because know? i feel like the us like obviously like alhamdulillah like and it's weird because i like when i talk about politics with my family with my parents my parents are a lot more like they like don't have this like visceral like yeah like anger like they're angry obviously but then i'm like oh the u.s is garbage but my dad's like yeah but like lol i just literally left a civil war so like you're fine like literally their concept Mm. of everything is a little Mm -hmm. bit like shifted differently than what my understanding is um but i never like felt any sort of guilt if anything i'm like (laughs) you owe everyone so much more than what you're giving them yeah like,
0: you're that's also true absolute
1: garbage and just like the founding of the country is absolute trash so it's like meh. yeah well
0: yeah no but i get that I guilt. agree i get i understand because i get that guilt because you you forget that like the whole country is not the people that you yeah, actually yeah. interact mm-hmm. with. Mine. exactly no, and it's but, even, like, but, some, mm-hmm. even something as
3: stupid as, like, who do you, who do you, like, it's a good thing Canada is at the World Cup. <laughs> it's a good thing Canada, literally, Canada doesn't play soccer. <laughs> doesn't play oh, crochet. I actively cheer Love against you. the
1: US every time.
3: No, listen, in the I'm World like, Cup, England Olympics. was there and
0: I was like, woo, Ivory Coast, just because they were, like, the only African oh, country. 100%. I was
1: like, you can do it. I actively cheer against <laughs> Why? the US. Why? I have
0: nothing to do with the Ivory Coast.
3: <laughs> And yet, England, for me, I was like, absolutely just not. I Indian. will not support England. <laughs> no, to be guy. fair, with Canada, I am like, you hockey oh, against, against America? Oh,
1: I cheer for Canada against the US. And hockey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Canada's exempt. We like Canada sometimes. And it's, it's cute. Just, it can some... see you
1: in three weeks.
0: But also, do you feel like the fact that we're even having this conversation is so stupid? Like, why we, why do we have the time to sit here and be are like, people, do I like my own country or the country that my parents
1: again? Are from? My mom, we have we, have time, we he- have time to kill, man. We have time. I told you, my mom, like my mom is on your dad's brain wavelength, Fatima. and that she's like, you guys, your biggest like. Issue in life is like, you're where do I belong? What's my identity? Like, who yeah. who am I? My mom's like, I literally survived, so alhamdulillah, we're here. <laughs> like, you pansy. Yeah.
3: No, but that's a good, it's a, yeah. to be fair, yeah. it's a burden. It's a good problem yeah, to have. It's no, okay. It's a good it's outlook. A burden to be, everything's relative, right? Like, mm. civil war, existential crisis, I'm, um, it's all pandemic. Hunger, but listen, <laughs> I think, but you know what? I think
0: parents, Sometimes they don't like to admit to having issues like this because I personally think that I see that in parents, there is still this like thing of, I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. And I think they feel it a lot more than we do because they, you know how we're like, Oh, I feel bad. I'm like taking advantage of this country. Whereas they, their literal motive was to come here and take advantage (laughs) of it and, and like leave. Mm -hmm. Right. And now they're at this weird crossroad where they got what they needed to do, but then now they can't go back because they realize what they'd be going back. And so they're always going to feel like they stuck, don't belong yeah. here, but they can't go here. And they're always compromising. So I, th- I feel like they don't talk about it. It's, and it maybe they really don't different. want to feel that way. But of course they're going to feel
3: every like year, not, they don't belong. Every year, my dad's like, that's it. I'm, I'm going back to Boston yep. <laughs> every, <laughs> every year. Every winter.
2: My mom says it every month. It's every the first of the month, month. Let's go back kids. to boston <laughs> And I'm like, okay, ma. It's so funny because when I did architecture technology, my mom never really... Was happy about it, but then the thing that I convinced her was, after I graduate, I am going to build you a house in Somalia. And until now, I always looking. Oh, that's like,
3: actually so cute. Oh, I'm no. still going
2: that's to build actually... you that house. Okay,
0: but <laughs> I have a question now. We keep off. looking back, right? But I'm going to take you forward. So, going forward, do you feel like you have this like need in the way that you act that you want? to make sure that all your family stays together in whatever form that may be so whether that's like you all stay in canada for example labia or like you all move together somewhere because you you want you want some form of like belonging because actually- i that is a that's a scary. That I, I was
3: gonna be like, that's a scary question to, because I don't think about it. Like my parents say, and I treat it as a joke. Mm. But they're literally like, yeah, after you're married and like blah blah, yeah. we're gonna go back. And I'm like, mom, like how? Where are you gonna go? Obviously, you're not Do gonna us. Do <laughs> go whatever. But home. they will. I refuse to believe that. Why would they retire here? That's what they're like. But they the will. Year, but that's true. I, I don't think about that, dude. That's yeah, a scary. And then you've thought. got to think
0: about your siblings because now we're in this world where we can live and work anywhere. And so you might want to live in London. Your sister might want to live in Australia. And your other sister might want to live in Canada because that's where her new family and her new job and her new friends take her. And then also, all the friends that you're making on the way that we're, because we don't come from a country where all our friends and family are around us, we're like so obsessive about keeping all our friends close and that's yeah. what we call home. And then everyone moves on with their life, like this hoe that's leaving for <laughs> <to> America. Yeah, <Yikes. laughs> building up to that. I knew that was
3: coming. <laughs> How dare you? I feel like there's a oh, lot of, oh, of No, rage. but it's so true. <laughs> <long laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> But honestly,
1: like any semblance, any semblance of having like like a village, like it metaphorically, like this like village where we're all like together, like as you, I feel like as the world gets more and more interconnected, what that idea of home and like living close in close proximity changes so much. I remember when. I was younger. I would like my friends and I would be like, "Oh yeah, we're all gonna mm-hmm. live in the same cul-de-sac in like Madison." And I'm like, ah! <laughs> like any, th- <laughs> like not my parents are like, like literally <laughs> as the U.S. Em- like the American Empire currently goes up in flames. Like any semblance of staying in the Become U.S. is the like gone. Empire, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I guess but actually, I think yeah, it's speaking of, America, it's I never thought like, about it. Yeah, yeah, it's like A-
3: AOC yeah she's killing it no she's that's what i mean it. she's, that she's not we need American, we just American. need more people like that that's it mm. and then it's that's like true make it the future own. is take bright take it back but then but then recolonize the if the world is ending decolonize.
0: yeah at least end it on our own turf
1: bruh
3: <laughs> exactly that's true that's true do you no, really, want, really trump? Do you no, want trump do you really like want
0: yeah, but definitely, i want electricity and running water
3: Uh, hey some people don't have running water okay
0: (laughs) alhamdulillah
3: honestly let's honestly (laughs) take a minute to say alhamdulillah alhamdulillah east london pakistan village we
2: we always every day every day (laughs) not that there's anything
3: wrong with living in a pakistan village if that's what's cool the thing for you in common lack of running water i think we because just, honestly, sometimes they're, they're, they're like, so
0: much happier than us because
3: they're not no that's no honestly that's the point i was gonna dumb distractions that we have gonna, around
0: us that we convince ourselves are like happiness
3: yeah no like even when we were talking with it just made me think of when we we're talking with lena like i'm like we actively like, say i live in london my sister lives in wherever other person lives wherever right it's like we're actively choosing not to be happy with each other if if being with your family is the thing that makes you happy. Mm. we are actively choosing against. Them. And it's, it's like, interesting. we don't need to do that. Because what's why the point? Do do yeah, that? why do we do that? Because we have desires and we have access mm-hmm. to them. I, I feel like there's <laughs> a really one way dodgy. to get to it Canada like coming, to remote coming remote. up in Labia's life. Do the <laughs> minute Boris oh, Johnson no, says, I'm gone. I'm oh, no, sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: every episode, I feel like Labia is more and more like, why am
2: I in London? <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> this is not a two for one package. The thing is. we need to do often is say alhamdulillah and humble ourselves because we are very privileged first of all to be living in a country where a lot of the things are accessible for us for example opening (laughs) the tap and getting fresh i will never take that for granted
3: i'll also make sure (laughs) only three or four people know how that feels (laughs) i'll also make sure to keep my luta filled up
2: No, but seriously, we're laughing, but um, it's not a laughing matter. There's people that don't have that. And Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. I always thank Allah for actually giving us that. Not make us go through the struggle that our parents have went through. And um, to be honest, the older I grow, the more humble I feel. We We need to
3: become the British Empire.
2: (laughs) It starts tomorrow. (laughs)
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> I feel like we sound like, we actually sound like a coop
3: <laughs> Don't. anyways
1: it's,
0: i'm gonna log
3: out because this is where to they, start this. they like <laughs> my water supply like supply and my electricity just on your flat
0: <laughs> anyways guys um we'll probably do a part two on this just like explore kind I... of more aspects of it it's a really interesting conversation i'm sure you guys um We'll have some stuff to add to it. If you guys want us to talk about anything in particular, just drop us a DM at, at Chai Lab with a double I. We post some fun stuff on there as well. A couple of vids here, a couple of pics there. Just go follow it, okay? I can't sit here and yap about it every episode. And hopefully see you next Sunday with a new episode. But until then, bye.
3: Allah hafiz.
2: Au revoir. <laughs> Adios. Salam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love
3: I.